In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to Awaken180WeightLoss.com. Well, hello and welcome to episode 24 of the Dad DeLorean podcast. I am your host, Andrew. Hopefully this week's episode is going to sound a little bit better than the last couple of weeks. We are trying something completely new and different this week, where I have now got the audio set up on my laptop as opposed to setting it up on the older Mac. I'm a little bit disappointed to lose the use of GarageBand, but at the same time, I feel like this is going to work. So, we are going from here on out, hopefully going to be going from this particular platform. Hope you guys are having a great week. This weekend, it was definitely a busy weekend for us. We're getting ready for my brother-in-law's wedding is this week, and uh, actually this coming weekend, and we had to get everything ready to go at home, and just all of the stuff that we're doing, trying to clean up. We've got somebody who's going to be house-sitting for us while we are gone, and just keeping an eye on the dog, that sort of thing, but it's been it's been a definitely a busy weekend, so got a bunch of stuff done out in the yard. My wife pressure washed the yard as far as, not the yard, but the uh, driveway, which is that in and of itself, like, my wife really enjoys pressure washing, which is surprising to me. That's something that I would have not expected, but she, since we got a pressure washer, she's actually taken to it, and she says she finds it kind of relaxing. So, kind of a, kind of an interesting thing to find relaxing, but, you know, what is, it is what it is. So, that was uh, what we did this weekend, got some stuff cleaned up around the house, yeah, just men kind of all over the place. The boys have been doing pretty good. Alton finally got to finish R2-D2 on the uh, Lego set. We're not going to get to do the Gonk Droid before we go to California, so uh, that's disappointing, but uh, that's okay. He uh, had fun with R2-D2, and it's really, like, I am really enjoying getting to play around with it a little bit myself. I'm not going to lie. Like, this was for him for sure because I knew he would enjoy putting it together and he's really done a lot of the work on it I've just kind of been tightening stuff up as he's gotten in there because he's not quite as strong but for the most part he's doing a really good job of putting it together himself so that's been kind of fun to watch and kind of experience and kind of showing him the ropes on how to do all of that so yeah that's been kind of our week this week this is probably gonna be a little bit shorter than episode this week just because when you think about it, we don't have a whole ton to talk about in the streaming-wise bit because we uh, got done with uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. No episode this week, obviously, though we do have something to talk about with that. And the next show that is going to kind of be big, there's going to be two episodes of it this week. However, it's this week, not next last week. So uh, that would be The Bad Batch is finally hitting us on May the 4th and then getting another episode on Friday. 
So that is super exciting for me because, you know, I'm a huge fan of the Clone Wars. I'm a huge fan of just all of the different stuff that Dave Filoni has done up to this point. And so bringing back some characters from the Clone Wars and melding them with some characters from the Mandalorian. I mean, we're getting Fennec Shand again, and the wonderful Ming-Na Wen will be actually voicing her character on the cartoon side as well. So that's going to be exciting to kind of get a little bit more of her. But overall, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. So I've not been disappointed with anything that Filoni has really put out at this point. So uh, getting to go back and do that is going to be a lot of fun, kind of seeing where the Bad Batch landed and how they go in a galactic empire that no longer needs the clones and sounds like isn't going to want them around very much because they are a little bit different, we'll say, than the uh, standard clones. So that's going to be fun. But we'll talk more about that on the what we're streaming part of the show this week. But yeah, looking forward to uh, getting down to see the brother-in-law and his fiance, And we got to spend a little bit of time with them back in February when they came up to visit. And now we're going down there to see them get married so that they can get hitched and head all the way across the country. And uh, yeah, so I've been giving them a bit of junk the last couple of days because... Uh, Actually, not really the last couple of days. It was really the last 24 hours because somewhere along the line, I was under the impression that I was going to be able to wear my Duluth Trading Company cargo pants to their wedding because, you know, pockets. And it would be easy for me to keep toys to keep the two ring bearers occupied when they are not being adorable in the pockets. And it uh, turns out that is not the case. And uh, my future sister-in-law made it very clear, no cargo pants, which then I was giving them crap about it because I'm like, what do you mean? I've not lived outside of, you know, cargo shorts. I've not, I've not worn anything other than cargo pants in the last year other than, you know, I've been wearing shorts. Like, shorts and a t-shirt has been kind of my daily regimen. I have not been especially professional in my dress. I do still get up and get dressed because I don't want to be sitting around my house in my uh, pajamas all day or worse, underwear. Like, it's just not who I am, and I need to get up, and I need to have that routine to kind of get dressed. But, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know how to adult anymore. I don't even think any of my suit coats fit, you know? And so, you know, I've just been, I've been making a big deal about it. It's really not that big of a deal, but I've just been having fun with it. So, uh, yeah, that's been, that's been that. We're looking forward to that. It's going to be our first time doing a long-distance drive with the boys, so, uh, the drive down, I don't think, is going to be too terribly bad because when we are making the drive down, we are actually doing it overnight. So we are going to stop in Medford at the in-laws' house before we drive the rest of the route down to uh, Lancaster. And uh, so it's going to be, you know, a leg of about four or five hours for the first start and then another 12 hours after that. Like, we're driving through the night. I'm pretty sure Amanda's going to be doing most of the driving because she drives better in California. Like... My wife has what I call California mode. I don't really know how to explain it other than we've been on trips before and like she gets in the car and she gets onto the interstate and there's enough spots on that interstate down there that I'm like, I don't want to be anywhere near this road. What is going on? And she in turn like goes into this mode. I mean, she stops using her turn signals. She's driving at least 15 miles an hour over the speed limit, and, and like she just fits like she merges in and has no problems, and I'm just like, what? How you do that? Like, I I get stressed doing just, like, the regular streets in California. And so when you get onto an interstate and there's 16 lanes and you're looking at it going, oh, that's a lot of cars. Like, that to me is terrifying, and I don't want any part of that. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, 
all the fun that we got to have during that, or that we're going to get to have during that, is kind of doing that bit. So, you know, I'll be up at least to uh, pump the gas for my wife and all of that fun stuff. And uh, by the way, for those of you who are not aware, yes, I am an Oregonian, but yes, I also can pump my own gas. If you follow me on Hesitant Handyman, I have a whole reel dedicated to me pumping my own gas during the period in which the COVID restrictions meant that Fred Meyer was saying, for the safety of our customers and our employees, we are doing self-service for the time being. And like, it was one of those things that I'm like, honestly, if you go to self-service, I'm not going to be opposed to that. It's like a weird fire marshal rule that Oregonians can't pump the gas, but like, I'm not going to blow the gas station up. I know how to put gas into my car. It's really not that big of a deal. So it is what it is. Like I will pump my gas whenever I'm given the opportunity. There is a gas station that is on the reservation on the way down to Medford that I only recently discovered that the uh, reservation gas stations don't have to follow the same guidelines as the rest of the state. And uh, you can, in fact, pump your own gas there. So that's kind of become my go-to stop for gas now. Because I like pumping my own gas. I don't think it's that big of a deal. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, we're going to head to our first break. When we come back, we'll talk about the little bit that we watched this week. Not a ton of stuff, but uh, definitely got some stuff to talk about. So, stay tuned. In business, you rarely hear the expression, for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com. And we are back. Thank you again so much for tuning in. I am your host, Andrew. You already knew that. That's okay. We are going to talk about what we watched this week. And like, again, we're in that weird lull after the end of a Marvel show where we did get the episode that talked about the making of. And all I can say from that is I feel like that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier set had to have been a really fun one to work on because when you get to see Baron Zemo and Bucky and Sam getting to interact behind the scenes like you realize they were having a laugh a minute there's a scene in there where Daniel Bruhl is doing a infomercial and it I don't even know how to describe it if you haven't watched it yet just go watch it it was fantastic I also remember there was a video circulating on TikTok where you saw both Sam and Bucky jumping out of the plane and then you got to see what it looked like on the other side where they're hitting the mats and Anthony Mackie jumps out and is like YOLO and then Sebastian Stan jumps out and he's like ah! and that was just like it was just hilarious so uh yeah anyway that was that was a little bit of fun to see 
We watched Mighty Ducks. This week's episode was a lot of fun because it was the spirit of the ducks, and basically the whole plot to it is that there is a gala being put on by the Mighty Ducks, and it was supposed to honor their current coach, and they did not bother to invite Gordon Bombay, but Gordon actually winds up running into one of his old players, that is... Fulton Reed, who is working construction and, in a beautiful nod to the first movie, breaks Gordon's window with some flying concrete. It was a fantastic way to bring him back in there. And then getting them all together, there was a whole group of players that got together and talked and kind of talked about how Gordon just disappeared off the map. Things, Feelings got a little bit hurt for a second there because they thought that he had been invited to the gala, but he hadn't. And then they wind up finding out that he did not, and they wind up going in and doing a fantastic nod to the Flying V, and they took over the microphone from Alex's boss, who is running the gala, and basically said, you should be honoring Gordon Bombay because he represents the best of all of us and what we've done and all of that. So it was it was a really beautifully nostalgic episode. On top of that, you also had the side piece of the coach from the Ducks trying to recruit Evan back to his team and him being conflicted on it. He shows up for a practice, spends some time working with them, and the coach is very clearly casing up to him all the time. Props to Dylan Playfair. Never in my life have I been watching a movie that I have really, really wanted to punch a character. I wanted to punch this guy so bad. Like, he is just, oh, the worst. But Dylan Playfair does a fantastic job playing this really, really obnoxious coach. And so, but it was definitely one of those things. You knew there was going to be conflict coming out of it because one of the girls recorded him at practice and you knew that was going to wind up on social media later and it was going to cause conflict with the team, which is what's set up for next week's episode. Because at the very end of the episode, they wound up going and finding out and basically everybody walks off. So, bottom line... it. This show has been a joy to me. Like, I need to go back and rewatch the original Mighty Ducks films because there's so much that they're calling back to on it. We do get a bit of an explanation outside of the show as far as different things that were going on. Like, originally, the showrunner was planning to actually have the Ducks sprinkled throughout the season, but then it wound up being a problem because you couldn't get everybody there because of covid restrictions like you couldn't get them there because of the time commitment and so instead of doing them throughout the season they basically did one giant mega montage thing with everybody together and that was still a really cool way to handle it you know given what they had to do it was basically a month because they had two weeks that they had to quarantine they had a week to learn skating and then another week for shooting and so it was definitely I loved what they did with it. I love that they're bringing back the original Ducks. And they're also setting up intrigue as far as for future seasons, future episodes. Because one of the most notably not-there people was uh, Joshua Jackson's character, Charlie Conway. And you get during the sequence where they're sitting in the pizza parlor reminiscing with Coach that he kind of dropped out of everybody's lives. And that... Charlie apparently was taking it pretty hard in that he's not going to be there for us, you know, he, all of that stuff. And so you feel that there's some bitterness back there and you know that you want to find out what's going on. 
they're probably not going to explore that during this season. But if they bring it back for another season, I can almost guarantee you they are going to find a way to readdress this. And I think that is going to be a lot of fun. Because really, when you think about it, a lot of time has passed. The end of the first movie, you kind of got the sense that Charlie's mom and Coach Bombay might get together. And then he wind up going off playing minor league hockey for a while coming back and then it's off to the next thing and you just don't ever hear from Charlie's mom again. And so kind of what does that mean? What happened? Like, why is Charlie so bitter about this? And if they can get Joshua Jackson to come back for Charlie Conway for that, like, I think that'll be just the icing on the cake as it were. So we've also been watching a lot of Looney Tunes this week. And I just got to tell you watching all of this stuff, like you look back and you realize how much the animators did with how little that they could do. Like, it's incredible to just see all of the different stuff that they do and how they do it. And, like, you see certain tropes that get repeated multiple times, and it's hilarious because you look at these tropes and go, oh, okay, like the Roadrunner. There are so many different things that the Roadrunner does and that the Wiley Coyote does. And, it like, it's very formulaic, but it's a lot of fun to watch. And getting to go back and do that and see all of these old characters and just how they handled the animation on them, like, really enjoyed it. And then on top of that, like, I always talk about how D. Bradley Baker, as the Clone Troopers, gets to basically talk to himself in the Clone Wars and probably upcoming Bad Batch as well. Mel Blanc, ladies and gentlemen, was the originator of this because you looked at the credits on any of the old Looney Tunes cartoons and... For the most part, he was voicing all of the characters all the time. So he literally was talking to himself in a lot of these things, just jumping back and forth between Bugs and, you know, Daffy, all of that. Like, it was just, it's one of those things you see how many credits Mel Blanc had, and you go, oh, okay, yeah, that man, that man was a living legend of voiceover talent. So that was, uh, that's just a lot of fun, just getting to go back and see all of those. Like, the cartoons, when you look at them, under the lens of today, they're very different than anything that would make it on the air today. People would be having an outrage. People were probably having an outrages about them anyway. But honestly, like, these are the cartoons that I grew up on, and getting to kind of go back and see them, like, that's kind of been one of the weird things that I've actually gotten more use out of HBO Max from than anything, is getting to go back and watch all of the old Looney Tunes. So, yeah, that's been, that's been a very interesting kind of thing to go back and watch. So... All right, we're going to head to our last break here. Again, short episode this week, but it's going to be a busy week for us, and so I'm trying to get this out the door. So we will be right back. Stay tuned. In business, you rarely hear the expression, for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com. 
All right, and we are back. All right, this week we are on our Poddex question of the week. And the Poddex question of the week, if you're not familiar with it, it is something where you get to basically look at a question. And if you're a podcast host, it's something where you can ask questions to your people that you've got on your show, that sort of thing. And it can be a lot of fun. You can use these as dinner conversation. Like, literally, there's many uses for these. But poddex.com is the website, and that's where I bought mine at. And the interview deck has about 50 different questions on there. And so this week's episode, the question is, if you had to teach a class on one thing, what would you teach? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, For me, I don't necessarily know. Like, it's one of those things... What can I teach? I might be able to teach a little bit of sarcasm. Uh, I, yeah, not really. Like, but at the same time, like I have a lot of fun doing stuff and just like being fun, being funny. At least I think I'm funny. My wife may not always think that I'm as funny as I think I am. But uh, regardless, yeah, no, that's not. I don't think that's it. If I could teach, if I had to teach a class on one thing, I think. I'd probably teach it on the subject that I feel most prepared for, despite the fact having never really taught anything about it, and that is using iMovie on iOS. And that sounds really stupid, but here's the deal. As a content creator under Hesitant Handyman, I got started doing all of my videos using my phone. And, like, I have access to Adobe on my laptop, that sort of thing, but what I found, like, I found a year where... I found out that green screen was an option in um, iMovie. And that was a new feature for the iMovie on iOS. And in talking about it with some people, I realized that nobody knew how to do it. So I wound up going through and figuring out what all needs to be learned about this. Like, there were a lot of people that did not know a lot of the features that you have access to in iMovie for iOS. So I started educating myself, and I actually spent a year doing content where all I did was edit it on iMovie, and it actually did a fairly good job of representing what I was trying to do. There's different things you can do to kind of hack certain things that aren't necessarily a... um, There aren't necessarily things that I can do as far as when you compare it to the features in a more full-function thing like Adobe, But at the same time, there are things you can hack out. And just kind of figuring all of that out has been a lot of fun for me. And so being able to share that with other people in a class, I think that's probably something that I would want to teach a class on if I was going to teach a class on something. So, yeah. All right. We are going to take off for this week. Next week's episode, we will see if we wind up with an episode because we will be driving back from California on Sunday. Pray for us. That will be during a daytime. Like going overnight, the boys hopefully will sleep through the night. But uh, going during the day, that's going to be a totally different experience. So that is questionable at this point. But if we are back for an episode, it will be episode 25. So hope you guys have a great week. Whatever you are doing, remember, parenting is a complicated profession. Stay safe out there. Take care. In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 Weight Loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? 
That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com.